This is Problematical, where we discuss your problematic faves and debate if they deserve cancellation or redeemed. I'm Brittany. And I'm Jazz. Today's episode is on Scarlett Johansson. She's one of the highest paid actresses in Hollywood, and you may know her from Lost in Translation, Marriage Story, and the Marvel Universe as the Black Widow. Oh, and she has the most hideous engagement ring. Um, but today we are joined by Sade Spence. She's an entertainment reporter and she also hosts the podcast Over the BS. So welcome, Sade. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. We're super excited to have you on. So you're a big Scarlett Johansson fan, which really took me by surprise. I don't know why. Um, you're very into entertainment. And I've watched all your interviews, so it, was, it shouldn't be a surprise, but it was a surprise. But share with us how you fell in love with Scarlett and why you love her. Yeah, yeah. Well, first to preface, I uh, wouldn't be surprised that you were surprised because I still do tweet sometimes little like backhanded comments about her because I do love her, but I am aware that she is problematical. So um, uh, yeah, I think if I can date back, I think the first time I really like picked up on her was uh, he's just not that into you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I was before she made her appearance in Iron Man and I just remember thinking, Oh my gosh, like, like this actress, she's like, she's pretty she's like talented and she really does captivate the screen I I don't think anybody can argue that and I remember that she was in like the Justin Timberlake videos you know you start like putting things together and I just remember she was super talented and um one thing that I really connect with is as you can hear I have this kind of like husky sort of scratchy Mm-hmm. voice mm-hmm. and uh, being when I was younger I always like gravitated towards uh, other people that worked in you know they were actors or singers or you know who worked in a public facing job that had like a voice like mine because I always used to like get made fun of it or teachers oh, would say okay. stuff so always when I saw that there were other people that worked in media that had a voice that kind of like reminded me of mine I was like oh see it's possible And, you know, she, and she was captivating, you know, altogether. So I was like, I I can be like that too. I'm the same way about people with big noses. I'll just defend them. (laughs) (laughs) These are my people. And I mean, I guess now that she's, uh, you know, she says she can play anything. She really is my people. She is my melanin (laughs) queen. (laughs) I can't wait to see her in the next Black Panther movie. Me too. I'm just like, I'm going to be here for Halloween right after that. Mm-hmm. Playing um, a tree probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jazz, are you a fan of Scarlet? I'm not sure. Um, I'm so-so <laughs> on her. Like, I, I think she's super pretty and super interesting, but I found her acting and, like, all the movies I saw up until, like, a couple years ago very wooden. Like, she was just very, very tree-like. Kind of- yeah very tree like kind of like january jones and Mad Men, like always like super controlled she wasn't super emotive to me she Mm -hmm. mostly just said she was you know i'm angry i'm mad you know i'm sad but um i did go to a dinner with one of uh, one of her ex-husbands he was there and i was obsessed um tell us more with with him (laughs) 
No, no, there was a dinner of like 50 people, or like oh. maybe 40 people. I was there and he was two people down from me. And I was, I was like, um, I kept telling my boyfriend at the time, I was like, I think that's Scarlett Johansson's second ex-husband. <laughs> Very into it anyways. So not the biggest fan, but I do <laughs> think she's interesting. Yeah, she's definitely interesting to pay attention to when it comes to news and pop culture because every like six months she says something that just enrages everyone um so that's what i find so interesting about scarlett johansson and i really i'm not a big scarlett johansson fan but i really liked when she was um doing her music career and she did an album with pete yorn and the album's really good And she's actually a really good singer and i wish she would do more um music um but Let's get into the fun stuff and talk about her problematic history. Do you want to share some of her biggest moments that have been questionable, Sade? Oh, for sure. Well, I think uh, probably the most recent and probably the one that gets recounted all the time is, uh, you know, she wants the ability to play whatever role, um, regardless of, you know, her being. Uh, you know, a white woman who obviously uh, white people tend to have the privilege, obviously, in like Hollywood. Um, and we want to make spaces now, obviously, for people who are diverse and of different backgrounds. But she was basically refuting the um, the ability to play the role of, I believe, a transgender man. What yeah. was the film called again? Rub and Tug. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that she wanted yeah. to be able to play that role. And when she started getting hit with backlash, her team was saying, like, you know, pointing the finger, like, well, what about Jared Leto? And it's just like, well, you know, that was a few years prior. And this is like a different time. And also the point remains, like, we need to make space. Um, and she just had that, like, quote about like, well, I should be able to play and, you know, any person or a tree or an animal because that's my job and that's the requirements of acting. And and then she said it's like a trend for people to kind of feel this like social consciousness and awareness, which was just, which was just like, oh my gosh, stop talking. She's a social justice warrior defense. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I think the big problem with it is because she's also said stuff, um, you know, in, in support of like diversity and in support of, uh, you know, women in the industry, but it's also like tone deaf when it comes to her. So I feel like she has this problem separating or maybe identifying with it as a whole that I feel like that's where her issue lies. Cause it's like, I want to be able to play everybody and everything, but then yes, we need to have more, you know, like, more of better treatment of women in the industry and so I think she has like a a weird problem identifying I don't know if it's because she's been in like a bubble for so long and she doesn't notice the privilege that she really truly does have she's been Mm -hmm. acting for so long and um you know she's always gotten pretty much that desired character you know there's always that femme fatale trope or like the hot girl trope and uh a lot of other like the races of women don't get that and that's like what's always coveted and desired and always ends up leading to like you know bigger campaigns for makeup and you know you become this really front face uh and cultural like relic in an industry and it's like make room yeah when i was looking up she's actually for the last 2019 and 2018 she was the highest paid 
mm-hmm. actress in Hollywood. So she has the pull. But you clearly help. got the money to take a seat back. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, give others, you know, access. She, you know, can write her own check in some ways. I mean, I'm not saying Hollywood's like that progressive, but mm-hmm. yeah, she does have the ability to, you know, help make those decisions being, you know, the top billing actress of a film. Totally. And Brittany, do you feel, do you feel the same way? I mean, yeah, I I think she should step back. And I mean, obviously she got nominated last year for Mm -hmm. both of her roles that she was in. She was nominated. She's like one of the few actresses to be nominated twice for an Academy Award. um, In the same year. Yeah. In the same Mm -hmm. year. She was nominated for Best Actress and then Best Supporting Actress for Mm -hmm. her roles in Marriage Story and Jojo Mm -hmm. Rabbit, which is commendable. I mean, that's fantastic, but also it's nice to make space and... I think I don't find her as captivating as an actress. She was great in Jojo Rabbit, but I didn't feel the same way about her in um, A Marriage Story. I found her really boring. I just didn't (laughs) enjoy that movie to begin with. Um, (laughs) I didn't get the hype, but I do think there's moments where she really does shine. And Jojo Rabbit, she was really amazing in that film. I do think she was great to be nominated, but for... Two nominations really confused me because there have been so many great performances that year that could have mm-hmm. gone to women of color or just other women in I the industry. I do agree with that. And and again, I think that's where kind of that, that privilege lies. I think some actresses and actors uh, kind of almost like regardless of what they do, they'll always get that nomination. Because mm-hmm. do you remember when Meryl Streep had a nomination for... Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was like extremely annoying where she was singing in it and it was super high pitched oh, yes, and she's dancing around. Um, and it wasn't Mama a good Mia? movie. No, not Mama Mia. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it's not coming to me. I think I pushed it so far out of my um, memory, but her character's like dying of, I believe it's like syphilis. And she's like singing the whole time. And I just like. Florence Foster Jenkins. Yes. She was actually great in that movie. Not Oscar worthy though, I think. But that movie Yeah. Because I mean, obviously she's just a great actress, period. But I yeah. thought all around, I was like, and the movie's not even that great. Yeah, so not- I just felt like she's good in an, an annoying movie. I don't think that really deserves a nomination. Um, they love to nominate her. They just love to like, just give her. Exactly. Nominations. And that's, I feel like that's the case with ScarJo. I remember that I had a roommate who we were watching, what was it? We were watching Ghost in the Shop, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know, I feel like every time I watch a movie, it's ScarJo playing ScarJo in a movie. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about her. That's like, kind of like, that's a good way to put it. She's playing herself in all these films. And I'm like, I, I, I kind of see it. But I feel like, you know what, I think I will correct and say that when I say she's captivating, I think it's partially her as a person, kind mm-hmm. of. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is what, yeah, that she, woman, you know? She's super totally. interesting to look at. And, like, she, you know, she's very, yeah, she's she's an interesting character. And I think when she's not talking about things that are <laughs> controversial, she's, um, you know, she's really great in interviews. And I think... I've interviewed her before, and the question I got to ask her, I mean, um, shoot, I don't even know how much I can say about this, because 
everything's been pushed back in the industry. But I just remember when I, you know, a bunch of reporters, we had a chance to talk to her with a movie that's coming out. And everyone else is asking all these, like, you know, fan questions. And I'm just like, so your character is pretty over-sexualized and you have been throughout your entire career. And she, you know, really listened to the question and gave me this, like, really, you know, thought-out answer about kind of being objectified in the industry. Yeah, and I speaking think more from like a woman's view. So she does, you know, she has really good things to say. Um, and I think she's great to interview, like whether it's a fun interview or something like that. I just think sometimes she needs, <laughs> when it gets a little more controversial than that, outside of something she can relate to, I think it gets uh, problematical. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good to point out that she was incredibly over-sexualized at the beginning of her career. Mm-hmm. I remember... There was some red carpet. I think it might have been the Golden Globes. And she had that beautiful red dress. And one of the Mm. reporters was, like, groping her. He put his hands all over her breasts. I I mean, it was, you know, it just, and she had to laugh it off. I mean, she couldn't be like, get your hands off because she's on live television. But still, it's just like, how is it appropriate for any man to just put their hands on her on live television as an opening? Um, as welcoming, I should say. Yeah. Um, but there's more things about her that are problematic. There, what's the rest on the list? <laughs> um, uh, getting into Woody Allen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that that yeah, that's a crux of what makes her really problematic. Because I think this is something that I think you can't, she can, you know, as a woman also. Um, really weigh in on and she's spoken out about the Me Too movement but then when it came to Woody Allen and the allegations against him of um, you know assaulting a young woman she's just like I believe him right off the bat you know and it was kind of just like end of story like that's it and other other actors that have worked with him have you know denounced you know denounced him or said that like that's you know terrible and you know that's something I'm going to take into account when it comes to projects, you know, with him, I probably won't take part, but she's just like, yeah, I, I believe him. And it was kind of like case closed. And just cause she said that she, I guess she has a really, well, she's had like a really close relationship with him and she's talked with him one-on-one and she, she just believes that that's, you know, that's it. And I, you know, I would think that somebody who's been over-sexualized it, for their basically their entire career um, and having to deal with that from the industry would um, have something more to say about it and, you know, empathize a bit more. Yeah. I was looking more stuff about her and I didn't even know that she, um, she commented on the Harvey Weinstein allegations and she said all the, um, the allegations were guesswork which really confused me because I remember seeing her at the Time's Up movement and um, mm-hmm, seeing her mm-hmm. at the Women's March and speaking out against sexual assault. And the Woody Allen thing is just like, I've seen so many actors mm-hmm. siding with him that I'm not even surprised that Scarlett Johansson is one of them. But mm-hmm. for her to not side with the victims when it comes to Harvey Weinstein is just really appalling and shocking to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she called out James Franco, uh, during the women's yeah. march, 
Mm-hmm. But and then she even said, um, I want my, you know, she gave a speech and then she said, I want my pin back, by the way. So it's just kind of it just makes her look it's just kind of dicey when she's supports Woody Allen, Harvey Weinstein, and then calls out, you know, one actor because he's not her friend. Yeah. She's so like mm-hmm. critical. That's where I was like, you need to, like, girl, you need to separate from your personal ties and really take a moment to look at the bigger picture and the issue, especially if it relates to you with someone else who's not your friend, then think about that other person in that situation. Same deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also she has a daughter, so. Oh, yeah. You know, honestly, uh, I think maybe as her daughter gets older, that's going to change. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I think when people have children and um, they start to get, you know, think about these things more as a parent, then her mind might change. Um, that interview that I was telling you guys about earlier that I, I can only say so much about, um, she even mentioned like children and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe she hasn't s- spoken up about it, but maybe she has like a change of heart around those things or is growing to. I mean, that's good. Old. That's, you know, hopefully... Yeah. Gosh, this got so depressing. (laughs) (laughs) This is so sad. Like, um, but yeah, do you have a favorite role that she's played? Ooh, ooh, favorite role. It's funny because I was looking back and I was just like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that I I remember I loved her in The Other Balloon Girl, which a lot of people hated that movie, but I was into it from 2008. Like my sister's not used to just like pretend, pretend, like, oh, you weird, we're weird. We would just like quote the movie back and forth to each other. Um, One of my favorite roles from her, I do really like her as Black Widow. I think the reason for that, obviously, is because for so many, uh, like, women, that was, like, our first uh, female in, like, the Avengers that we were really seeing. I liked her in that. Um, when I look go back to her old stuff, I really liked Lost in Translation. I really liked oh, yeah. that. You know, I, I remember I rewatched that. When was that? Like, sometime within this past year, I remember rewatching it and was looking back and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize like just how talented she was. Cause at that time, I think I was only really knew of who, um, you know, Bill Murray was. So mm-hmm. I think she was so good in that, especially for being so young. And there's only so much, um, act, you know, at so many actual lines in that movie. So it's yeah. all, I think that requires a lot more emotion. I really like, I remember I really liked um, her in that. So what's our verdict? Do we cancel Scarlett Johansson? Think we're already there. I feel like y'all are ready to kill. We're gonna cancel. <laughs> Do you want to put more into the flame? Um, um, I'm like, what? What else? What other good stuff? I feel like we have a long list. Uh, I'm like, um, <laughs> she's got really great style. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find what positive. else. Oh, she didn't marry Ryan Reynolds on a plantation. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's that a point above. Like, that's a point. That's a point. I'm down with that one. <laughs> I always forget she's been married twice. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Her personal life is like a blur to me. Yeah, you know what? I feel like I 
pretty interesting that she doesn't, for someone who's in the limelight so much, she's pretty good at keeping, I think, what she wants to be private, private. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? She's really good at playing um, Ivanka on SNL. If you remember that? Oh, yeah, that's right. She's yeah. done that, like, repeatedly <laughs> for years. I think that I think that deserves applause. <laughs> um, and now she's my problematic melanin queen. That should be <laughs> I, I think that's one more point. Yeah. All right. So you've done a lot of convincing. <laughs> that made me feel confident in my very husky, interesting voice. Yeah, I do love that. I appreciate that a lot. Oh, and her voice was you know, amazing. And, um, why am I forgetting the name of the movie right now? Her? Her. Yeah. I was like her. Yeah. (laughs) So that's a, that's a plus. I have something positive about her. She was delusional enough to open up a popcorn store in Paris. When she was married to her second husband. What's that do? Because they always bring that up in, um, Another podcast mm-hmm. weekly, and yeah. I'm like, what are they talking about? What's this pop? Scarjo Yummy Pop. Yummy Pop, yeah. Said, that was the name of her uh, popcorn shop in France. It went under pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> as you can imagine, Yummy Pop. So that was her. They still have an Instagram. It's still there. Yummy right? Pop Paris. Her be- people is just her twin brother. Her people is just her twin brother. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> He's like, you know what? You do, you do it. Sade, you, are you a twin or a triplet? I'm a triplet. So you kind of have that similarity. You have. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to see how many things I have in common with Scarjo. <laughs> Let's see. We're both multiple birds. We're both melanin queens. I can't even say, I can't even say that with without laughing um we both have these weird husky voices that we have to you know own um and she owns really well that's <laughs> yeah it. i guess we can decide whether we're gonna cancel her or not it feels like sade is not gonna cancel her she's really pushing back on this <laughs> it's, it's, hard. It's, it's hard to cancel your faves it is hard and i it think you know especially being like a, a woman of color it feels like you know you you should be canceling her and i'm just like I, i'm gonna i keep giving you little like you know passes to redeem yourself come on i know how about you jazz are you like for scarlett johansson or are you like mm. i don't know i'm fine with her i mean maybe <laughs> she'll grow in the next you know few months when she's able to speak out again and say something maybe we'll hear something we like or hear something we don't like and then I'll I'll decide then yeah I'm actually feeling the same way like I don't have tons of hatred towards Scarlett Johansson at this point every time she says something stupid I'm just like that's just Scarlett that's just how she thinks I mean there's (laughs) definitely things that she's said and done that I'm incredibly disappointed in her but this girl will just not learn so and she's not apologizing either so yeah I think that's a good word disappointed yeah I think that's the hardest part is knowing it's like you haven't dialed it back yet I need you to dial it back and I feel like we've express how much um not just disappointment but explain to her why what she says or what role she's picking why they're 
um, problematic and why she should step back and reflect. And she just doesn't pay attention or care. So yeah. it's just, it's very strange and it doesn't affect her career at all. So <laughs> highest paid actress. Yeah. Two Oscar nominations in the same year. It's like, she's, you're doing fine, sweetie. Like <laughs> dial it back. You're doing fine, sweetie. Who so, would you guys cancel for this week? Like anybody? Yeah. Like oh, anybody. I want to cancel I Yashar think- from Twitter. Who? Yashar from Twitter. Oh. oh. Did I miss a tweet out of all of his millions of controversial tweets? Well, I I have him muted as of like two years ago because he's so infuriating. But he's decided, you know, he's Chrissy Teigen's number one internet troll. And he won't stop trolling Allison Roman found some like terrible costume picture of her and said she was cosplaying as Latina, a, a stereotype or derogatory. I don't know. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That guy's too much. Yeah. Muting him has been the best thing for my timeline. <laughs> I just can't stand his tweets and yeah. Hmm. I thought oh Ben God. Affleck was going to be yours. I might. I mean, me? also Ben Affleck. Oh, yes. <laughs> I cancel Ben Affleck every episode now. It's just, he's so infuriating. He's so dumb. He's a, you know what's, Brittany <laughs> and I talk a lot about Ben Affleck. And you know what? <laughs> Despite everything he's done, I think I will never cancel him. And it's not because, it's not from a place of love. I just feel like this poor man just needs someone in his corner. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing the best he can, you guys. <laughs> like, as I told Brittany before, I'm like, I think he's in, like, a state of distress all the time. So I will yes. not cancel him. I will not get outraged by him. Nothing really irks me. It, it makes me giggle a lot. I find him actually very entertaining, even when he's not trying to be. Like his Black Lives Matter sign, which was on a whole bunch of paper. I also mostly want to cancel him because when I saw him on Raya... His uh, song was an Imagine Dragon song, and that's just unforgivable. Oh, girl, you were trying to were you you weren't trying to swipe him on Raya. I did swipe him on Raya, and then I tried to I try to follow his Finsta because he has like a Finsta for he's changed it like four or five times. At one point, his Finsta was an Asian name. What? Okay, that deserves an episode. <laughs> I know dang that's weird oh my gosh um okay Sade who would you cancel this week I know Mm. we talk a lot about different people but who would you there's so many people to cancel um I feel I don't even care that much to cancel him but he's just the top person on my mind right now because he's annoying as Terry Crews yeah the thing is I haven't, I haven't cared for him since the thing with Gabrielle Union yeah, and like, probably that's what infuriates me is because we all rallied around him when he came out about his sexual assault um, mm-hmm. incident, and so many black women were, um, you know, defending him online, mm-hmm. and Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union was defending him publicly, and then he just continues to like disappoint us. Yeah, yeah, and the, like honestly, the comments, I. I it was really telling for him to try to talk about 
and make up black supremacy as a thing and equate it to white supremacy. It kind of real, especially in the midst of the Black Lives Matter movement, it kind of shows which sides you're taking. Mm-hmm. And then you try to like walk it back by talking about equality. It's like, mm-hmm. no, sir, this was wrong in all contexts. No. So I guess I would cancel him, a bunch of companies yeah. <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did a whole thread on girl boss companies <laughs> being canceled on Twitter, like Reformation, Refinery29, mm. uh, Who, What, Where, yeah. Bando, tons of companies. The whole girl bossery, foolery industry is, is almost done. Yeah, that like to bank on uh, Black, you know, a, our vernacular and our images and for their branding. Yeah, them too. This week has been great because it started off with everybody trying to cancel Mark Wahlberg. And I've been trying to cancel Mark Wahlberg (laughs) since the 90s when I saw him in theater. And I was like, I am totally into this guy. And then I Googled him and I was like, wait, what? He's racist? He's been like, has numerous racist incidents where he's beaten Mm -hmm. up people and been arrested Mm -hmm. for him for it. He beat a man so badly, the man's blind in one eye. I also don't think he's a good actor really he's not and he's always playing a cop in a movie yes why is he always supposed to play like a funny cop and all he does is yell too much and it's like that's not funny you are not will ferrell and he does that in every movie i'm just like stop putting mark Wahlberg in movies because he's ruining them and i think one year he was nominated for an academy award and that just blew my mind because i'm like mark Wahlberg, like have you guys watched his movies like he's not good at acting at all like how did he get up there I don't what know. did he do to climb the ladder? I would love to find out how Mark Wahlberg became like some A-list actor because I'm Ask so- the funky bunch. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was I did see that on Twitter. Everybody was digging up all of his all of his racist behavior from the past. And some people were trying to defend it, like, that's from, you know, years ago and when he was young and it doesn't count. And then I've seen in threads people were bringing up the more recent stuff and were like, nope, he hasn't changed, he hasn't learned. Yeah, so I'm really looking for the next, you know, way when Mark Wahlberg is no longer in every movie that I want to watch. Like, I love Rose Byrne, <laughs> and I can't even watch that one movie they're in because Mark yeah. Wahlberg's in it. Yeah, I love Rose Byrne. She's so cute. But yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't watched that. The one with their parents. Yeah, I forgot what it's called, but me too. Not, watching it. not supporting it. Sorry, Rose. <laughs> yeah. Next movie. All right. Goodbye, Mark. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sade. It was great to hear your love for Scarlett Johansson and trying to convince the whole world why we should not cancel Scarlett Johansson to the point that none of us canceled her on this episode. <laughs> you did a good job. We thought we were going to cancel her today. I so. did what I could for my, for my queen, for your people, for my people, for the culture. <laughs> Can you please let listeners know where they can find you? Yes. So you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sade A. Spence. So that's S-A-D-E-A-S-P-E-N-C-E. And you could also tune into my podcast. It is Over the BS. That's available on Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, and probably wherever else you can find podcasts. (laughs) And you also have a TikTok as well. 
Okay, yes, I do have a TikTok, and my my handle on TikTok is Sade TV. So S A D E T V. Great, thank you. So you have much. a TikTok too? Awesome. Yeah, I'm not going to be sharing my TikTok. TikTok, Brittany. <laughs> no, thank you. Nope, not happening. Well, no, thank you, Sade. Thank you, guys. <laughs>